Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. We're back with the tournament team on the Believe Aztecs basketball podcast and the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Matt Scravey. Randy Holcomb is back with us for this podcast and, and the rest of the podcast for uh, the tournament. We're going to be talking today about the Aztecs taking on Syracuse in the first round of the tournament, the possible path that they're going to take. And we'll get Randy's thoughts on Coach Dutcher rumors because I talked about that a little bit in the short podcast we put out last week. And uh, so I'm curious to see what you think about that, Randy. But first off, how's it going? What's up with you? Man, I'm hanging, man. I'm hanging. Just enjoying the the weather down here in in Texas. I don't know if people even know where I'm at, but I'm in Texas. We've said that a few times. Yeah, you're in Dallas. Yeah. Yeah, Dallas so area. getting over a lot of that stuff, but it's good to be alive, man. You know, it's yeah. good to be alive. Everything's going good. How are you? Good. Same, same. I'm looking at the weather behind you, and it's nice and blue, and, and there's no clouds in the sky, and oh, we're going to yeah. get rain here today, which, you know, stops San Diego. So yeah. <laughs> usually what happens. It's usually what happens. I mean, I used to work in uh, news radio, and you would have you i could write books about all the different things that would happen in traffic wise when it would just sprinkle right right just be like (laughs) there would just be like cars everywhere on the freeway just stuck it's crazy we can't deal with it at all but anyway anyway before we get into any of that i wanted to remind everyone about our sponsors bet online the ncaa tournament has a lot of different bets for you out there you the lots of prop bets lots of straight up bets lots of money line bets lots of spread bets all that good stuff so make sure you're paying attention to bet online during the ncaa tournament they are your one-stop shop for all of your sports betting needs and uh, they even cover awards shows and TV shows. So if you had any thoughts about the Grammys last night, you could have bet on the Grammys as well through Bet Online. They have hundreds of props with real-time odds on almost anything you could imagine. And of course, the 24-hour online casino. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And before we get into the tournament talk and all that, let's start with the Aztecs winning the Mountain West tournament. They uh, had a scary, a little bit of a scare against Wyoming in the first game of the tournament on Thursday. But after that, they cruised and they ended up uh, the the regular season plus the Mountain West tournament, twenty three and four on the year, and winners of fourteen straight. So I don't know how much better you could be heading into the tournament than what the Aztecs are right now. Well, I'll tell you what, man, it was, like you said, it was, uh, uh, Wyoming was a tough one. Um, but they squeezed it out. I think they were, was it tied at half or down at the half? Something along those lines. It was um, close at the half. I know that for sure. Right. And then for them just to motor through the, you know, uh, the rest of the tournament. I mean, that Utah State team is good. And that Utah State team is one that gave the Aztecs problems early on in the season. But it's very, very difficult to beat people three times, right, in, in, yeah, a, in, a, in a season. Uh, and then, too, uh, you know, again, I, the one thing that I do know about Brian Dutcher, um, coming from the tree that he came from, um, the teams tend to get better as the season progresses. Yeah, progress. that's a good point. teams always better as the season progresses, right? So, um, you know, a lot of those losses, the full losses that they had, I think, came all at the, in the first half of the season almost, right, if yeah, I'm not mistaken. So they haven't lost in a very long time. They lost to a so, good Colorado State team. They lost right. to uh, – and, and at the time we were like, what are they doing? They stink. They're terrible. Right. 
They but, turned out to be pretty good. Yeah, they turned out to be pretty good. And we've talked we talked about it all year. Utah State had they have a pro uh, prospect in Queda, and he ended up right. winning the Mountain West uh, player or media selection of the year. Okay. He was the player of the year for the media. Matt Mitchell ended up being the uh, the coaches selection for player of the year. And okay. Brian Dutcher ended up being the head coach for uh, player of the year for the coaches selection. So I tend to believe the coaches a little bit more about who's the best because they're the ones who are actually playing and preparing and coaching against them. Media can say whoever they want on brand name, but coaches, I think that's the one you need to pay attention to. Just my, I mean, absolutely. I think it's, it's totally different when no disrespect to you, Matt, you know, but I think, it's, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I guess no disrespect to either one of us now that we're both in media, right? I'm not coaching either. So, but you, but uh, you have a, you have a better idea of what it takes. So that's why you have a more, exp- you have the more, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You, you have the more polished opinion. Oh, well, I appreciate that. I'll take polish <laughs> any day. <laughs> the, uh, but the uh, the reality is, is that the coaches, man, they get a chance to see the guys. They they have to scheme for those guys. Um, I think the a lot of times what media and others see is the finished product, right? They yeah. don't they don't know what went in behind the scenes. But Quaid is not a is not a bad uh, pick, though. Quaid yeah. is really good. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like he's uh, so the media wasn't far off. Um, if I had to choose one, I probably would have chosen Quaida over mm. Matt Mitchell okay. quietly, right? Yeah, right? Yeah, Quiet. Yeah. But yeah. Matt, uh, Matt was still very deserving. And the fact that you know he won the tournament, right? He won they won the tournament, they won the um uh, the conference and the tournament for that yeah. Matter, So yeah. Which doesn't happen often, like that they they win both. Uh last year they won right. the regular season tournament and then they lost the Mountain West tournament. But this year they won both, and it's the first year that they've ever won, the Aztecs, that is, ever won back-to-back regular season conference tournaments. So things are going in the right direction for San Diego State, and they're going in the right direction uh, for for Coach Dutcher. We'll get to Coach Dutcher rumors in a second because everybody was freaking out last week, and I'm yeah. very curious to hear what you have to say about that. But we'll, let's talk about the tournament itself. They're going to be playing Syracuse in the first round of the Midwest bracket. Now, Syracuse, a lot of people I've been reading all morning about Syracuse, a lot of people didn't think they were going to make the tournament to begin with. And then at the end of the year, they kind of pull it together. They played well and they got a spot in the tournament. But Aztecs being the number six seed, they're also in that that realm of media picking them to be the first big upset, the the lower seed upset, a six versus an 11. So I, I, I don't necessarily think that's going to be the case, but... It's going to be a tough game. Matt Mitchell grew up being a Syracuse fan, loved Carmelo Anthony. And so he he actually modeled, he said he said over the weekend, he modeled himself in his game after Carmel, Carmelo Anthony. So that's a cool little wrinkle to this whole thing. But they'll play Friday night at 6.40 p.m. Pacific time. And at, at first glance, I think that the Aztecs can win this game. And I don't think that's a crazy statement, as many media members out there might say it's a crazy statement. But... I'll take the Aztecs over Syracuse. You know what? I think it's going to be a tough game. I think that Syracuse is uh, not the Syracuse that we knew from before. It's a a, a shell of its old brand name. Right, right. And I think that that, um, you know, I just don't think that Syracuse has has gotten a lot of reps. But I will say that that the overall conference itself is probably uh, uh, tougher physically, whereas Mm. um, the – Mountain West is more of a thoughtful conference where people are scheming and, and coaching is at a premium and 
stopping other teams, understanding what they're trying to do. All of those things really, really go into play when you come to the Mountain West. So, um, man, I, if I had to take it, if I had to choose, I probably would say that the Aztecs have a uh, have the edge, but um, but it's going to be a war. I think it's going to be an absolute war. I don't think it's going to be, you know, I don't think it's going to. We're probably looking at like a two, three, four point game if yeah, I, if I yeah. had to guess. So yeah, I would think so say, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but, tournament games are close anyway to begin with most times. Absolutely, absolutely, because there's so much on the line. These kids they're, they're fighting for their lives out there, right? And, and yeah. you're, you're a little tighter than what you would normally be as a basketball player uh, because everything's on the line. So I think it's going to be an absolute war because I think these two teams uh, are evenly matched. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the matchup I was reading earlier today that says that Syracuse is a better rebounding team and, and San Diego State, that's one of the areas that San Diego State's going to have trouble with against Syracuse. Like you just said, it's a more physical conference. It's a more physical team that Syracuse brings to, to the court uh, every time that they play. But that doesn't mean that the Aztecs can't rebound. They just, they're going to need to play better on defense and they're going to have to stop second chance points from Syracuse. I mean, we, we've seen it this year when they allow a lot of second chance points. And when any team allows a lot of second chance points, it's not a good formula for winning. And I I'm just, uh, I, I know that Dutch is probably thinking up ways right now as we speak about how to stop that. Well, let me say this, Matt. I, shoot, man, bro, you, you said it all right there, man. I, oh, look at a, me. You running with it today, man. Uh, <laughs> I, I totally agree with you, bro. I think that there's a, uh, there is there's there's a space where um uh with the Aztecs where they can where they can be beat up on the glass when they've struggled it's been because they didn't rebound the ball very well right um mm-hmm. and uh again I think that uh if I could be wrong but I think that Syracuse is going to play a lot of zone right and so mm-hmm. that's gonna that's gonna end up there's gonna end up being a lot of jump shots taken by the Aztecs now if we can continue to shoot the ball the way that we have, especially at that mid midway point, if we can somehow figure out how to get shots to go, yeah, uh, the same way they did then, I think that you know we're in a pretty good space, right? <laughs> I think we're in pretty yeah. good space to beat them. Uh, but if it comes down to uh, if we're not making shots, um, I think it becomes again it becomes a war because I don't know if I don't know if Syracuse can outscore the Aztecs I don't know if they can outscore us right I think they can yeah. they might be able to beat us up but I don't know if they can outscore us Dutch needs to like conjure up those mid-year 90 point games that he somehow was able to get because that would just completely shock Syracuse and just give Jordan Shackle the ball have him shoot it like at least 90 times I think from three and if he makes like 30 of them you know there you go there, there's like, <laughs> right yeah there's 90 <laughs> points right there but it, it's it's interesting um just because of I, I I find it funny because I was reading some articles earlier and I find it funny that they always compare previous matchups. Like these two teams are the same teams. Like last time in 2015, they got crushed by the Syracuse. It's like, who cares? I mean, it's a totally different team. The coaching (laughs) strategies are the same, but I think the last time they played uh, each other, Syracuse and San Diego state would have been on the carrier aircraft carrier USS Midway. And, 
and Dutch Dutch was quoted as saying he remembers like free throws swaying with the boat and stuff like that. <laughs> so he he said he 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 cracked a little bit of a joke and he said that he thinks uh you know with a, a court that's on land he thinks that they have a better shot from three. So <laughs> Dutch with a little bit of the uh, humor there. Let's go and kind of take their path through the first uh, couple rounds of the tournament. They will have to play if they beat Syracuse on Friday night. They will have to play West Virginia or moorhead state in the second round west virginia obviously the favorite they're the three seed moorhead states the 14 seed i i mean obviously any upset can happen in the tournament but i i think that san diego state if they win they're they're playing west virginia i don't think that moorhead state wins let me say this about the bracket about that yeah about that bracket it, it, that is probably the toughest bracket of all of all it is of the brackets yeah. <laughs> yeah. west virginia is tough man they're a tough team yeah, uh, bob huggins is the head coach he's he's a long time hall of famer absolutely he's he's goes all the way back to his days at cincinnati when they were mm-hmm. you know picking people up 94 feet um if the aztecs can somehow um get through get through that that gauntlet you know uh, that would really really be something now let me say this I would prefer to play against Moorhead State. I would prefer that. The- <laughs> <laughs> but you never know when it, when, a, when, a, when a team gets hot, they get hot. Right. True that. True that. But uh, again, we're the you know we're the favorite in this matchup against Syracuse, and uh, you know again if we can get through that game without without spending a ton of energy, quote unquote, mm-hmm. I think that we'll have enough in the tank to to fight. Um, uh, not literally, but yeah. West Virginia, not literally, yeah. but so it'll, it'll be, it'll definitely be interesting to see how, yeah. uh, you know, how it plays out. There's a lot of different weird coincidences that happen in this Midwest bracket. Like, uh, if, so say San Diego state take, t- takes down Syracuse and they take down West Virginia, they'll, they'll have to play either Clemson or Rutgers, which are two good teams, and then they have to play Houston and then Cleveland State. So if Cleveland State wins, another great matchup for the Aztecs. But Houston was the team that eliminated the Aztecs two uh, two years ago, two two or three years ago from the tournament. Yeah. With uh, They had a great game. I believe they went to overtime. That guy with the really weird hair, he, he he was on Houston. I can't remember his name, but he had the strangest haircut I've ever seen in my life. And I think everybody commented on it, too. So I'm not the only one. But they, they played Houston and they played them well and they lost a close game. So that was a bummer. But they're going to they might have to go through them again here. Now, at the top of the Midwest bracket, who they're going to eventually have to go through to get anywhere further than the Sweet 16 would be Illinois. And they're the, they're the one seed. And another funny coincidence about that is your tournament team from 2001-2002 matched up with Illinois in the first round of the NCAA tournament. I will not personally say the result, but uh, we can keep the result. Um, we can keep it secret if you would like. But what, what do you remember about that? That's, that's kind of curious. To I'm curious to hear what you remember about all that. Yeah, I remember that we're going to keep the result uh Secret? quiet because okay. yeah that that was <laughs> that was a you talking about a beating that was a that was a, a good old-fashioned drumming that we took uh we played against a very very good illinois team and illinois again it, it's it, you know 20 some odd years later illinois is is light years better than what they even were then right there yeah 
Um, they, uh, yeah, Illinois is tough with IO and, and Cockburn and those players, man, they're, they're really good. They're, they might be the hottest team in the country right now. Which, again, I, which I is agree. What, you know, which is, uh, again, why I'm saying that, man, this division, I mean, where, where, where we sit in the practice is really, really tough. Like, that's well, a, when, this, yeah, it's not really fair. Yeah, the uh, NCAA people, they, they giveth, but they also taketh at the same time. So Illinois just ended take up beating – they, they taketh away. They, they say, all right, we'll give you a six seed, but you're also going to have to go through the gauntlet. Now, Utah State made the tournament <laughs> right. as well, which which is just so San Diego State and so annoying. I'm just so sick of media and East Coast bias and all that stuff. But Utah mm-hmm. State is uh, playing Texas Tech in the South bracket. They actually made it as not a, four, a first four team, which is pretty – Pretty crazy, but they have to go through Baylor and Ohio State and all of these other teams as well. So Mountain West does not have a tough path through the bracket whatsoever. whatsoever. No, no. I mean, like I said, I think it's a it's going to be interesting to see. But all the way back around, I think that you know, um, I think that the Aztecs. I, I do think that they can beat Syracuse, but I think that um, if they run in the if they run in the West Virginia, we we might be exiting right there. And, and I don't want to look. To, I don't want to look too far into the future. But um, yeah. And again, I just think it comes down to the level of play. West Virginia is playing in one of the toughest conferences in the in the country, right? Yeah. I mean, they're in the Power Five conference, so um, there's something to be said about that. The the saving grace, though, I would say in in uh, in all of this is that the if if San Diego State can play the way that they were playing midseason up to this point, you mm-hmm. know, in terms of just shooting the ball with yeah. uh, with as much confidence as they have been, and being and Matt being able to create, because I know for sure that they're going to try. Somebody's Matt in the Mountain West um, typically had a favorable matchup, right? In that they either had to put a bigger kid on him that couldn't guard him, or they put some small guard on him, and he and, and he couldn't guard him. Either. Yeah. That person couldn't guard him either. Uh, in this tournament, I think that he'll be able to see larger defenders that'll be able to move their feet. So he's going to have to manufacture offense in a much different way than what he probably would have had to uh, previously, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. And Jordan Shackle is going to have to play out his out of his mind. You know what I mean? Like he's going to have to he's going to have to be more than a catch and shoot guy. He's going to have to put the ball on the ground, be able to create, get things going. Um, this is the time, and and I'm sure that the Aztecs will have a couple guys just pop up out of nowhere, Gomez yeah. and and a couple Mom others. Butler, they'll maybe, yeah, they'll you know they'll they'll just figure out ways to play well. But we the guys that that need to play well have to play well. You know, that's the yeah. bottom line. Yeah, uh, and, and I'm curious as as a former player, and and when you went into a game knowing that you're probably going to be playing a team that's more talented, and specifically you're going to be matched up with someone that is maybe bigger and stronger than you're usually used to playing. Does that excite you? Does that make you want to practice? Does that make you want to watch film? What does that do for you? Uh, it, it made me hope that they got hurt. That's what it made me. <laughs> <laughs> I love the honesty. <laughs> you know, man, I, as much as every, you know, when every player knows when they're overmatched, right? Yeah. You know, when it's, you know, when if you if you catch all and you can't see the basket because the guy in front of you is bigger than you, he, well, <laughs> he got problems, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, it's going to be interesting to see, like for at least for them, how they how they what's the mental approach, right? And I think the yeah. mental approach is is going to be is going to be critical uh, as they move in the move through the tournament. 
All right, stick with us because we're going to talk about uh, Randy's thoughts on Coach Dutcher rumors to, to of him heading to a certain college. But first, I wanted to tell you all about eBay's sneaker marketplace. It's the place where you go to get all the cool shoes out there, all the shoes that you've wanting you've been wanting to get. If you can't find a pair of shoes that you really want to get, you can go to eBay. You can type it in. You can search for it. They have an authenticity guarantee, and they're meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators, so you don't have to worry about them being fake or anything like that or being broken when you get them. They verify the box, the logo, stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity. So they're making sure... They want you to know that you're safe when you're buying shoes from eBay's sneaker marketplace. And it also protects the sellers with a verified return process. And if you are a sneaker seller, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers, $100 or more, making it free to sell or flip your collection. So go to ebay.com sneakers today. eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. Uh, now, the bad news is last week, this, this whole rumor came out and i believe the rumor because it came from one of the best writers in san diego mark ziegler of the san diego union tribune now apparently there's a a, a thing in coach dutcher's contract that has a buyout if a team wants to get him to coach them while he's under contract with san diego state they have to pay seven million dollars to buy him out but if the university of minnesota where Coach Dutcher grew up, went to college. His dad coached there. He is tied to Minnesota in a million different ways. If he goes to Minnesota and the Minnesota wants to buy him out, they only have to pay $1 million, which had everyone freaking out because that is obviously he built that into his contract for a situation like this where the team may have a head coach spot opening. Richard Patino son of uh, Rick Petito is currently the head coach of Minnesota. He hasn't been fired yet that I've seen, but they exited the tournament. They did have a first round tournament win in the big 10 tournament, but a lot of people were freaking out about him uh, about coach Dutcher. That is being swooped away to Minnesota to coach for his alma mater and to coach for his uh, to coach for where he built everything. So what are your first initial thoughts about coach Dutcher and going to Minnesota and, and, and all of that stuff? Um, I think that if, if the situation presented itself, I think that he would take it. Right. If I, if I know Dutch, I think that he would go, I think that he would, he would do that. I think that, uh, um, and there's a couple of reasons why his daughters are adults now. Um, mm -hmm. so them moving around is, you know, a ton easier. Sure. Um, I think that, um, I think he's been in San Diego for, uh, shoot, 20 some odd years now. Right. Um, yeah, he's yeah. been there for a very long time. Um, so I think that the change of scenery for him, I think, I don't know if it would be welcome, but I, I think that he would definitely, uh, I think that he would definitely take on that challenge. Um, and lastly, I think that if he had that built into his contract, <laughs> why not take advantage of it? Right. I know. Um, I know Dutch a little bit. Dutch is a, Dutch is a competitor. And yeah. Dutch is a, Dutch is also a businessman. Yeah. Um, I think that it, it would be, um, uh, from a business perspective, I think that he would make, he would probably end up making more money. He would, um, yeah. I think that, uh, I think that he would also be in a situation where, um, uh, it, the, the thought process of it being more competitive would be, would be there too. Yeah. Um, I've had a few conversations. Uh, I hope he doesn't mind me divulging, but I've had a few conversations and with him and I, and I, uh, 
I got the inclination without going too far into those conversations. I got the yeah. inclination that, you know, if given the opportunity, you know, I think the goal was to do as well as he could so that he could, that he could possibly move, move on and move up. Right. Without saying that the Aztecs are below, but I do think I would, I, I got to tell you, I would be shocked if he turned down the opportunity. Now, if it were me as the head coach of San Diego State, uh, there's no way I'm leaving San Diego to go to Minnesota, right? It's just not happening. You know what I mean? Like it's just not yeah. happening, right? I said on uh, I said on our radio show, 97 through the fan, that I wanted to stand outside of his house with the with a sign that told him the temperature in Minnesota every single day, <laughs> so that he would realize. And then I checked the temperature in Minnesota; it was like 65 degrees that day. And I'm like, no, this isn't this isn't working. This is all working at Dutch's favor going to Minnesota. But right. I, yeah, right. yeah. I mean, I uh, think. Uh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say. I just think it's an interesting challenge for him. I think that, and I think that it's one that he would that he would welcome. I think that uh, that's where he started. That's where his his dad coached. He has roots there. Um, you know, again, I know I know Dutch, and I'm not gonna say it's all about the money. Mm-hmm. But if I know Dutch, he ain't turning down the money either. <laughs> so you know what I mean? Like I think that that would. Uh, and that's not to say he's a money hungry guy, but he's a, he's yeah, definitely a businessman, right? Yeah, definitely a businessman. Yeah. You can't you can't blame someone for trying to get a raise. I mean, that's that's not, right. That's not something I'm ever going to criticize someone over. But I, the talks that we had on the radio show was people were were saying oh, it was it was interesting. It was kind of split. It was split as in we want to see better for we want to see Dutch go get his dream job, which is Minnesota. Right. But at the same time, like he has him and Coach Fisher, and he spent so much time of his life building this San Diego state program that he could be potentially one day, he could be a guy who has a statue outside of Viejas arena. Who knows? I mean, uh-huh. him and Easy. coach Fisher, I think that they both could have statues, obviously coach Fisher, cause he's the one who started this all, but Dutcher could easily have a statue next to him. And I don't think anyone would ever blink an eye at that. It's it's interesting and it's scary and we'll see what happens. They have not Minnesota has not fired Richard Pitino yet or let him go, I should say. But apparently Richard Pitino interviewed for the New Mexico head coaching job on Saturday. So it seems like it's happening. It's a so they're going to flip flop. Richard Pitino is going to come to the Mountain West and Brian Detcher is going to go to the Big Ten. Uh, we're going to have to keep our eye on that. Let's just hope a big, long, like I was saying, and some people call me crazy. I was saying the the, the further they go in the tournament this year, the Aztecs, the more mm-hmm. likely it would be that Dutcher leaves because he oh, yeah. has done his job. Like if he goes a first round exit, it's going to sting. It's going to, it's going to be disappointing. And I, I, I don't know what happens there, but if he goes deep into the tournament, say an elite eight, I think he's done his job as a San Diego state head coach. The, the next question I have is who's next because Dutch was the guy forever. They knew who was going to take over for, for Fisher. Yeah. And now yeah. San Diego state and uh, athletic director, JD Wicker has to be thinking, who am I going to hire next? You know, what's crazy. About Randy that, Holcomb, is, Randy Holcomb. Is he, uh, is he available? <laughs> you, you know, Randy Holcomb might come out of retirement to coach, you know? Oh, oh hey, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and just at San Diego State, right? That'd yeah, be the yeah. only place. Uh, <laughs> but the uh, the um, I think that the, the the next person that was up for the job obviously was uh, Mark uh, Mark Fisher, and I think this is an appropriate mm, yes, time yes. to uh, to mention him. Um, uh, as people know, Mark 
has battled uh, ALS. And yes. uh, Mark is, you know, an incredible basketball mind. Um, a really good guy, just unfortunate in that situation. But he would have 100% been the next person up to take over that job and probably would have coached there for 20, 25 years. He, you know, mm-hmm. that, that San Diego State would have only had, you know, three coaches over the next, you know, over over that's, a 60 year span yeah. or 70 year span, right? That's amazing. So, yeah. So, uh, but with that being said, I mean, I, th- I just think that uh, their next hire, um, should really be somebody that knows the program, right? Mm-hmm. I think that, that it's important that they know, um, and I think that that hire should be from the from the current tree. I don't think mm-hmm. that they should go outside of the program and try to grab kids because there's there's a reason why um, the program has been successful. There's a science behind the, the the players that are chosen. There's a science behind the direction of the program. There's history as to who's you know, Coach Fisher has been directly involved with building some of the some of the buildings on the program in the in the on the campus. Um, the the practice facility for the boys and all of that kind of stuff. And Dutch was right there with them, so I, I think they would be doing themselves a disservice by not having somebody that's attached to the program. Plus, I believe that the players in the program would be more opt to the the past players would be more opt to be involved with the program as long as somebody that they Good knew. Point was involved with the program that includes myself if you bring yeah, somebody else yeah. in outside of the program you know i don't know how i don't know how involved i'm gonna want to be not to say that i'm terribly involved now but i do speak to uh some of the uh some of the ad's at the school they're you know they're i consider them really really good friends right yeah so uh it would be it would be disheartening for them not to take uh either a player or a coach uh, that was at the program previously. I would I would be shocked if they did not. If they but if they did make a hire that was outside of that, then that person better come in and hit the ground running and and needs to embrace the uh, the former players and the know the program and get involved with the community in the same way. Excuse me that that uh, that Dutch and um, and Fish did. If that's if that ultimately is what happens. Yeah, no, that's, that's all great points. And and someone who comes in here, they're going to have big shoes to fill. But they're also I like what you said about keeping with the program because they they I don't want them to change the program. I think everybody loves how San Diego State basketball plays in the community, plays around the country. People like San Diego State. People like the logo. They like the graphic and not that the coach is going to change any of that, but they're going to come in. They have to kind of keep up what coach Fisher and coach Dutcher have built over the last 20 something years. So it'll be very, very interesting. And if Richard Patino is interviewing for a New Mexico job, I'm very, very nervous about him being fired. But like you said, if it's built into the contract, Dutch had this in mind, $1 million buyout is nothing compared to the $7 million buyout that other teams have. And now think about that, right? That that that'll tell you. You gave right me the eyes, that. like you gave me the eyes, like yep, uh huh, yep. uh huh. So Dutch is, you know, again, there's no way on God's green earth I think Dutch will turn that job down if it, if it's if it's offered to him. But I don't think that he's going to focus on it right now, right? I think that he's yeah. going to try to do what he can to win, right? And I don't. And again, he's a Midwestern guy. I think he loves San Diego. He loves the city of San Diego. But I do think, uh, if I know Dutch, I think that he'll take on a he'll take on another challenge. Um, yeah, and uh, and see what he can see what he can garner um, in terms of wins and, and turning that Minnesota program around. That's a good job. But here's yeah. the here's the without going too far into it. There's some negatives to taking that job too. 
right? Uh, it's a very, very hard conference to recruit in, right? If you think True. about the, the, the Big, Big Ten. Ten. It's a, so Dutch has to really be careful and really understand that, he, you know, he's going to be recruiting against Michigan, who's very good this year. Yeah. Illinois, who's, gonna, who's, gonna, who's very good this year. They'll be able to recruit. Ohio State. Um, Ohio State. Uh, so many, you know what I mean? Like if you think there's, about there's that, ton. Michigan yeah. State, you know what I mean? Iowa. Like, Iowa, right? How do you, you know, how do you go in and, re, you know, and because you're going to have to pull kids from the primarily the Midwest and, and around Indiana and Chicago. There's so many schools in the area, right? That are yeah. power schools. Like how do you, and then there are a bunch of mid-majors in that area. San Diego State is very unique in that it sits basically in the market by itself with another school, but basically in the market by itself, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, you although it's tough to recruit in California, it's not nearly as tough to – got to really go get some freaking players that can really, yeah. really play. You know what yeah. I mean? To, and if Richard Pitino couldn't figure it out coming from his pedigree, you got to ask yourself, you know, can you do that? Is it possible to do that, right? So a couple things to consider both ways. Yeah, that that's that's very interesting, especially with all the Big Ten teams that are in the tournament this year. You got to assume that they're, I mean, the the turnaround on a recruitment has to be a couple years once you get a new coach, because uh, you're you're still taking the players in that were recruited before you got there, and then you have to start, and and the other schools are already ahead of you. Dutch right, right. now is in a good spot with San Diego State because he's he's in the groove of the recruitment. He's getting the players he wants. It's right. a factory right now, as you could say. Right, but, right, right. Um, there's all these different things that will we'll talk about leading up to it. So San Diego state will take on Syracuse on Friday night at 6 40 PM Pacific time in the NCAA tournament. And they could either play West Virginia or Moorhead state on Sunday in the second round. So we'll keep an eye on that. And Randy and I will be back with you next week to recap what happens in the tournament and maybe hopefully not talking about Brian Dutcher news, but I don't think it will come out that quick. But we'll see. We'll see. So thanks, Randy. Uh, have a great week. And if you want to reach us on social media, you can. I'm at Matt Scraby. Randy is at Alfred's house. And you can reach him there. You could also uh, just look us up on the Internet and you'll find us. It's very easy to do these days. So we will talk to you next week. And uh, that's it for our pre NCAA tournament edition of the Believe podcast. Or I messed it up. I came all the way to the end and I messed it up. The Believe Aztecs Basketball Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.